Well, everybody, welcome, welcome to Who Wants Bananas today. We are talking about being in the workplace yet again, talking about long-term, short-term, being in relationships with people, work wives, work husbands, adopting work kids, and working out those kids and Oh boy, oh boy, this is this got yeah. weird. So, so, stop. so stay tuned to see how much weirder this gets. There we go. And who wants bananas? Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Present. Present. Where? I want my present. Well, it's not Christmas yet. It's no, got well, you there. said you had a present. That doesn't no. mean you get it. No, when I said present, I meant I am living in the present as we all should. You're my present? You're going to pop out of a giant box? Naked. Oh, please work close. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, your surprise 30th just got ruined. If you really want to surprise somebody on their 30th birthday, have it on their 29th. Oh, that's even better. What a fucking shock. This sounds mean. Or like on their fifth birthday. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm five. Yeah, aren't you surprised? And then you just, oh, God, and then you just beat them to death with a pool cue. Then they never make it to thirty. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you had it now because they're oh, never gonna get man. there. That would have been awkward, huh? Well, speaking of being beaten to death, today <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna dive into beating each other to death. Just kidding. Close though. Almost working. That's pretty close. Yeah, that's mm. pretty close. I mean, that was a very rough transition. Well, especially if your job is beating children to death with pool cues, <laughs> which if I need to recap, it's what you just implied. It seems weird. It's but true. I never said that as a job. I'm sure that is just a passion job. project, yeah. <laughs> a pastime hobby. That's fine. <laughs> like baseball, but basically the same with larger, <laughs> with much less oh, bases. No. <laughs> much. Moving Much on. Less oh, bases. Oh, so, yes. so we're talking again about the workplace. <laughs> sure are. I don't know why I ended up saying that kind of like Bill Cosby. So today we're talking about this is the, the second work- episode. That's second worse. episode we've gone into Bill Cosby. Oh yeah. no, I don't like those words. Yeah, this, oh this, god, this episode's already gone. So horrible. Uh, so we've we've covered kind of uh, just I don't know, millennials in the workplace before. Now we'll kind of. Dive into a little bit more as we've as we've experienced just how relationships in the workplace work, whether it be just like platonic relationships mostly. Yeah, last um, time I think we talked more or less about expectations and things right. like that. Sure. Now we're gonna sort of talk in like integration, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, that's a slippery slope for phrasing, but yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so, Ryan, what's the the longest job you've ever held? Uh, probably that time in the Sigourney where I was working with Keenan, <clears throat> I believe I was there for just shy of three years. Ooh. All right. I thought you were close to four. I don't think I was close to four. Because I, I thought started... you were there for two years when I started and I was there for just about two. So I started in 2013. And I left. <clears throat> My last day was actually uh, December thirty first, two thousand sixteen, was my last day oh, there. Okay, so not quite four years then. Yeah, so it was it was about two and a half, almost three years, give or take. All right, Keenan, yourself, um, probably the Navy. Uh, four yeah. years. Yeah, um, you did that. That does make sense. Yeah, I feel How like was it. <laughs> Well, I mean, you want to get technical eight. All right. Elaborate. I, I started working in June of 2010. I, I quit in June of 2018. Uh, For the Navy? Yeah. Technically, as of June of last year, I was at technically still in. Inactive ready reserves. Oh, okay. But, but you're all still, out now. Every, every July, I had to send in something saying, yeah, I'm still good to go in case you need me. Fair enough. But thankfully, they never did. So, yeah, you want to get super technical. I consider four years active, in all actuality. It was service. eight years that I was in the military. Fair enough. Okay. Word. So four years for him. How about you, Tyler? Uh, mine, I think, was three years <clears throat> to the day. Really? Uh, and then I ended up, I was in uh, cell phone sales for, for a couple of years, um, like face-to-face cell phone sales. Right. So I did that. 
uh, and I think I think it was the day like my three year anniversary, I bounced. You're like, hey, been here for three years. See ya. Did you give notice or are you just like I'm well, out? <laughs> so it was funny. So like for most of that year, I had vacation planned for because it was like the beginning of November. I think I had vacation planned for like mid November, and I'm like, hey. I'm putting. I'm gonna. I'm. I got a new job. I'm gonna be starting in a couple of weeks, but I also have vacation planned. So can we just pay <laughs> me out for my vacation? Because I'm not gonna be here anyway. Right. You're gonna have to pay me regardless. Right. Like, can you just like they? So they bought up my vacation. They paid up my vacation. And I just left like the day I was gonna leave. My vacation was my last day at work. Hmm. That um, seems like a pretty fair compromise. Because I'm like, look, you can leave me on the payroll for two weeks, which there's a whole bunch of issues. That they should have just done that. Right. Um, so I ended up losing like 500 bucks. Well, so they didn't hit my sales numbers, even though it's a shitty policy. Um, but yeah, so I left basically three years to the day. Uh, and I jumped around a couple places after that, and then I'm working where, where, where you and work. I work now. Yeah. And I've been there for, <clears throat> you just rolled over your two year mark there, and I'm just, coming up to mine. Oh, I, yeah. I just, just hit the two year. It would have been my two year as well. You had the same. Same start date. That's Correct. right. Um, yep. Now, I'm curious because I, I hear this a lot, and I have a feeling there will be some differing opinions or not. Uh, Keenan, what are your thoughts? So imagine, if you will, you're you're a hiring manager. Okay. You're looking at resumes. Resumes. What, what do you think if somebody was jumping around to different jobs? Say two jobs. You know, I've, three jobs over two years. Honestly, I've kind of wondered that because I think a lot of millennials, that's what their resumes look like. Um, I, I don't know what my thought process would be on the other end of things as a hiring manager. Um, I guess there would be some app. There'd be, I'd be a bit apprehensive, obviously. Cause I'm like, okay, why can't they stay in one place? Um, I mean, that would. I think would be the the big question is why. But the other thing to keep in mind is that millennials are anywhere from, you know, early to mid 30s to early 20s. Right. In your early 20s or even sometimes in your early 30s, people may not have found a career yet. And that's fair. It could just be a job to job. And sometimes you can tell by just looking at where they worked. You know, if I look at someone, if I were to look at someone's resume and I saw PetSmart and they were a cashier. I'm not going to hold it against them if they didn't stay there for 15 years. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think when you see a lot of uh, places that somebody's worked in a short period of time, I would say over the course of like five years, somebody's worked several different jobs. I think I would then, I would look at, okay, how long were they at each job? Mm-hmm. What was the job, to, to your point? Like, if it right. was just a cashier and they only had it for like a month, two months, something like that, I'm probably just going to ignore that one entirely. That was clearly a in-between job. Right. There's a whole bunch of factors that kind of go into right. it. Right, right. But you're, you're definitely going to look at what was the job, how long do they have it. Because if somebody had a – like consistently, if you see a consistency where it's like every six months somebody's getting a new job, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to be doing in six months then if I hire you here? You know what I mean? Right. But if there's like actual – like it's – like they've clearly made an effort and just things didn't work out – at those other jobs, I would I would hire that person. But that's I that's a, a job for references. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, that would be the references backing up and and verifying everything. Yeah, and with those, because I know there's a there's a stigma, and it I want to say it's kind of wearing off, but maybe that's just the circles I've. I've there's always I've, a stigma, especially when right. it relates to millennials. Right. The well, the they're like, oh, you can't. You have to stay for. You have to stay with a job for for at least a year. I'm sure you've heard that before. Oh, of course. I don't, mean, there's a lot of jobs where they have requirements on benefits for a year. Right, but they're saying like don't jump jobs. It's less bad than for a year. your it's oh, bad I mean, for your resume. It's bad right. for your career possibilities. I mean, there's even like what financial you. things where it's like you need to have had a, a one job for this long. Oh, to right. to do things. Well, maybe not a job, but stay in the same field. I mean, to get my mortgage, I needed to be in the same field for X amount of time. Right. That's fair, yeah. Somehow. But, yeah, the stigma definitely exists. I mean, I've always been told that. Yeah, and I can't – so I've uh, – so when I left 
when I left the cell phone place, at least me personally, that was in at the end of 2016. And yes, I have my resume pulled up so I can get these fucking dates right. Of course. Um, Not like anybody's going to call you on it. So, well, I just want to make sure. So it's been, geez, it's only been about three years, almost three years since uh, since I left there. Yep. Um, so I, I jumped around. There were, so in those two years, there were two, two other places I had worked. Um, the only time in interviews, and I think I've, I've, and I've interviewed at a handful of places and I got a job at two other places. Um, the only time I was ever asked about like a discrepancy, it's been kind of like, Hey, I see you didn't, you were out of a job for, for this time. Can you explain that gap? And you just say you went Kerouac on everyone's ass. Yeah. It's full John Rambo. It's a literary, that's a literary reference that I can't. Uh, I, I am not smart enough to comprehend. I, don't I was know. gonna say Jack Kerouac and John Rambo are two very different people. One of them is fictional. <laughs> the other one's played by Sylvester Stallone. Got him good for you. I mean, my Kerouac reference was actually in reference to the the cinematic film Step Brothers. Mine was not. I was thinking Jack Kerouac. I mean, yes, but never mind. I'll explain when you're older. You won't, you coward. No, I won't. <laughs> um, but the so no one's ever like. I forget last time I was actually asked if I, maybe I just haven't had like a decent gap in a while. But you mean some? No one's asked why you were at X job, why you left, why you went to this job. Yeah, I think Tyler. Why? I'm yeah, just gonna, why? why 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 I jumped from job to job. No, yeah. just just why? Just why? 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 Mm. Wow. Just really top tier content here, boys. <laughs> uh, Go ahead, finish what you were saying. I mean, I think I, uh, I think they've asked me like, well, why did you leave? I've been like, asked that question at every interview. Why did you leave where you left? Yeah, and I just tell them like, better opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm, like I'm not, I'm not gonna stay in a terrible, miserable dead end job for a year so a piece of paper can look good. Oh no! Absolutely not. Like I'm, I'm going. But I also it's a waste of life. And I'm I, exactly. I'm pretty sure you guys would feel the same. I would never do that. I agree with you 100. Mm-hmm. percent But I would also never uh, take. I would never leave a job if I didn't already have another job. Personally. Yeah. No. Agreed. Uh, I've never. I've never. I would. Depending on the situation, I would. If it was drastic, I'm sure I would. But. I would do everything. I like. I would work at McDonald's before. If I it was completely detrimental to my physical or mental health, and I just needed to get the hell out, I would get out. Yeah, that's not, fair. So it's not. I wouldn't want to if I had the wherewithal. No, it's not ideal. Right, but it's definitely not an ideal. But yeah, I, I agree. In a in a drastic case scenario, yeah, yeah, I probably would. But in an ideal scenario, with proper forethought, where it's like, okay, things are stable here but i don't want to do this anymore i'm just not right. working out here you know go find another job before you jump ship yeah my uh set yourself up yeah. exactly you don't want to you don't want to be you don't want to fuck yourself over by have yeah by but like i said i mean if, if, if the situation calls for it sometimes it just has to happen it's true and true. you can know what you can always job hunt yeah you can I've, absolutely i've made it a you know a bit of a philosophy in my life the day the day I start hating going to my job is the day I start looking for a new one. That's fair. Um, because I know if it's start, so I'll start looking, right? And if that if that obnoxious feeling goes away, great. If it doesn't, I'm already kind of down the path to find a new place. And hell, maybe that search will bring me to, to greener pastures there. Could um, definitely get you away from where you are. Right. And it's worked out so far. That's a good philosophy, though. If you if you start to hate where you work, it's time for a new job. I remember, I remember the day where I'm driving into work. I'm just thinking, God damn it! And I'm like, Oh, God damn it! Like, like <laughs> why? Why, it's why, when you why start, are you doing this? It's to when yourself? you start having the train of thought, like you know, if I just like just 25 miles an hour into that tree, get a nice decent hospital stay. No, no not just enough no, to hurt me. Not work. <laughs> Like, when, when that train of thoughts, because I've had that train of thought, when that starts happening, it's like, all right, it's time for a new job. Yeah, I probably shouldn't work here anymore. But like, the thing is, like, I've you always hear people say, like, well, you have to love what you do. You know, it's like, do you? Well, no, okay, but that that's besides the point. It's like, no, I don't like, think you don't you have need- to. I think the goal is to love what you do. Right. I, I don't ideal. know if that's ever going to happen. I but think here's I think people in porn might achieve that. 
but I don't even think they do. There's yeah. been interviews, and it's it's a job for them. Yeah. My, I mean, my, I think my dad put it best to me. He's like, if buffer you- sentences, Keenan. Buffer <laughs> sentences. <laughs> hey, Keenan, that weather sure is outside as, today. As, far as, uh, <laughs> as far as liking your job, my dad put it best. If you don't hate going to work in the morning, if you you don't have to look forward to it, you don't have to be like, I can't wait to go into work. Right. If you don't hate going to work, you're doing better than most people. It's true. I think that's pretty solid. <clears throat> and yeah. that that's kind of how I feel. I mean, like I. Well, when I first started the job I was at, I think for the first couple months, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you didn't like I'm it. Yeah, gonna, you I'm were not get... having a good time. Yeah, because I, I wasn't used to this many angry people all the time. Oh, they're out there. Then I realized <laughs> these angry people drop a good amount of money. Yeah, they pay you a lot to deal with their right. So now it's not too bad. My skin has since thickened over quite a bit. That's an uncomfortable um, that's sentence. gross. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, like, you know when the scrote, like, shrivels up a little bit? Mm. Sure. D- you did it. You did it. Nicely done. Yeah. Proud did of you. It. Also. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> but, yes. No, I agree. Um, if you don't hate what you're doing, you're doing better than most. I mean, I like what we're doing now. I truly enjoy this. And I would. See, here's the thing. I don't know if I would want this to be my full-time job. There is a it would slip- take the fun out of it. There is a slippery slope mm-hmm. of turning a hobby into a, into job. a job. Because now I it think is we've what noticed that love. a little bit with this. Oh, there was definitely a, a moment where it was like, "Fuck, man, this shit just got real." But there is a there is a a definite lurch. There's a definite transition when you go from doing something that you love to now. Okay, now I want this to it's a commitment. To be what I what I do. All of a sudden, what you love now is what you're doing day in and day out every single day. Can confirm with the uh, the graphic design stuff. That's a different weird because now what you did as a relief or an escape, you don't have anymore. Now that's because the now there's deadlines. There's stress involved. Right. Right. I actually was reading. Uh, it was just a, a little blurb, mm-hmm. um, but it was uh, somebody was saying, you know, you. Similar to this whole conversation, actually, ironically, um, where if you work, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And it was the the response was. Yeah, because that field is not hiring. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was it. No, the response is actually from the viewpoint of an artist where they say that's actually not true. If you love what you do, you work work (laughs) every day and you work constantly and there's so much pressure because you're trying to be better. You're trying to learn. I feel like it can envelop you more than a normal job. Oh, totally can. Like I'm not a hobbyist appliance dude, I guess. Are you sure? You have like seven fridges. Maybe a little. I like collecting. We'll yeah, put it like that. Fair. He's a he's an appliance collector. But like, I mean, I definitely got into the cigars when we were working with those. Oh, I did too. I love the shit out of that. That was but great. Again, that it's it's sort of different though. Like, imagine this, right? But now it requires this. eight to ten, maybe twelve hours of work every single day from us. Now we have, you know, we're doing recordings. Uh, three times a week, and those recording sessions are stretched out into six-hour sessions. Someone's editing. Someone's cutting audio. Someone's writing constantly so we can keep churning out product. Or, you know, we can keep I churning mean, out content. it would be a product content service. But then we also have people coming in, people calling in asking, like, can you guys do a voiceover? I have a small children's book I want you guys to do an audiobook reading for. Hey, could you um, – we were looking for graphic design. Could you do this, 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 and this for us? We want to quote here. Now, all of a sudden, what we used to do as a hobby is now it's stressful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's funny that, yes, that would be such a drastic change because. Now, stressful doesn't necessarily mean bad, though. No, it doesn't because here's the thing. we all I believe all three of us want this to be incredibly successful. Right. I don't. I hope it crashes and burns. Perfect. We're close to that. Just so like the nursing home. Keep up that home. mentality. We're, we're, we're skipping. <laughs> I'm glad no one heard the nursing home. No, I heard it. I oh, just damn it. steamrolled through it. Got it. <laughs> like a nursing home. 
<laughs> yeah. Figure out what you're putting down. Kobe. Yep. <laughs> I love how the one time you did it's it. It's empty, and you, too. Uh, no, she did I'm this pretty, last time. Pretty he sure it's on video. See it. it is on video. He couldn't see it, and he made it. Just no look. There was a chair your chair in was way. in the way. So I just yelled, Kobe. And then Ryan's like, you got it in. It, he made it in, but he can't fucking do it when he's looking at it. God damn <laughs> I, know, I remember that week that was just attempt after About attempt. Nine times. Couldn't yeah. do it. Uh, but, yeah, and. Yeah, so like turning turning a hobby into a job, it's, it's a definite. It's a slippery slope. Faith and it's you. It's gonna you're gonna work. You are going to work. The yeah, I me personally like even. I mean, I know I have a long way to go as far as like graphics and stuff to actually take yeah, it on. Yeah, you're fucking terrible. I know. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. You're the, really good. so mean. Uh, <laughs> was, I'm sorry to take that on as like a full time <laughs> thing. Not that I'm close to even being able to do that, but. Just kind of dabbling in it for freelance, I can tell you this with the utmost certainty. Clients suck. Yeah. No. Understanding that I know I've probably been there before. I'm not saying I'm better. I'm just saying clients as a whole are terrible. There are some partic- there are some great ones. Oh, there are some gems. There's some like real a needle bad in a haystack, though. There are some <laughs> real bad ones. Really bad ones. Like it. So yeah, freelancing just kind of figure out like, all right, what does this look like? How do you how do you do it? Then taking it on yourself. I wouldn't do it personally. Again? Uh like well, it's like a full time thing. Oh. Unless unless I I don't know, like to me personally, just getting like having that pressure <clears throat> just kills the creative process. Yeah, I could imagine. I agree so. with that. I well, it's s- when I there's no roof, you can kind of just let your creative abilities go. But now, all of a sudden, you're put into a cage. It's like, oh, it's shit. Like, wow. God damn it. Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. kills the point. I think the with thing. the three of us, it would be easier to avoid that because there's three people involved. Right. But even so, we found ourselves kind of put into a box before. We Maybe did, not but because we also of deadline stress, but... That. We, well, it was a little deadline stress because we have our own deadlines that we have. Right. That's true. That, well, well, I we feel like... Yep. Exactly. But so the pressure's there, but it's not as bad as if somebody was like, "Hey, what are we gonna do? You Give ourselves a fucking verbal warning." I mean, we could. To be fair, if you're running your own, if you're running your own thing, you have to put those in place because if you don't, what do you soon even after do you don't right. have that right? But I mean, with the with the the box we put ourselves in, I think it was a mental one, and we we broke through that fairly quickly. I feel yeah, but it can still happen though. Oh, of course. I mean, that's gonna happen. I mean, it seemed like it was much easier to just let things come out before this became what it is. Yeah, now before we were putting actual thought. Well, into now everything. what I think, I think to a certain degree, we feel a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Every single time we go to write, it's like, fuck, is this good enough? Dude, did we put enough detail into this outline? Are we going to know what to tell, talk about? You can tell where Keenan focuses yep. because his writing is amazing on this. True. And it's funny because I always think is the fuck is the editing good is it is it does it sound good that's what that's what i feel the pressure on oh my sweet summer childs my my Our thought process is, is fucking, fucking terrible works. <laughs> like, <laughs> no i mean that's usually what it turns into right but that's where it starts is <laughs> is this good enough do i actually like how this sounds see you do that with the with with cutting the audio the times i've done it's just like fuck it right there's good enough put everything in place <laughs> done but then when I like if I if I have like dead time at work and I'm looking at uh, our like outlines, I'm like, mm, no, it's got to get changed. Yeah, it's see, add these ten I, lines. I, I don't ever want to show it, but I, I we should show like completed ones that we've done like hundred percent completed. Just just post them somewhere. Oh, so ten people years. Can see the what you've yeah, just a couple of episodes that we've actually done, so they could see Keenan's level of detail he puts into these outlines. And then now. let's just look at like some of the old. I have I've oh the old. Did you find some of the old stuff? Well, I, I, look, I mean, we have oh, a just bunch of going from you know the top of our list our old episodes or even on the yeah they're like episodes, four bullet points when you go down we just have one bullet point that we just kind of go astray on now we have like so much shit to keep us on course yeah it's like a speaking of which page. we've we've way strayed from the path on this one um i, I mean, mean we're still talking about kind of like working right so freelancing getting stuff done that's true that that, that 
references the workplace part of the title. It does, yeah. I mean, nailed it. I so, mean, we're already doing better than normal. There we go. The <laughs> so kind of not wrong. <laughs> so so not working a day in your life if you find something you love doing because they don't hire. Right. If and you find something you love doing, don't get paid for it because then you then it doesn't become work. Which it's just it's something you love to do. What if you love robbing banks? Probably don't Robin do Hood. that. Robin the Hood? <laughs> sure. Now, but when you hold out your middle finger, do you do the thumb out thing like this? Okay. No. See, I do this. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but so, and to your point, if you, if you love doing something, don't get paid for it. The flip side, I'm sure you've heard, stop it. I'm sure you've heard <laughs> that if you're good at something, never do it for free. Yeah, that's like true. Like robbing banks. Yeah, well, don't do that for free. It's real tough. Well, at that point, you'd just be kind of an asshole. Right, you just get the <laughs> money run, run out of the bank and just, <laughs> just, just yeet it across. <laughs> just <laughs> chuck <laughs> it in a river. <laughs> 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 right? like, where'd you put the money? What money? I was thinking just running in, getting, you know, get on the ground. It's like, give me the money. All right, thanks. And then you just bounce. The but money's the money's <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's a d- attempted robbery. Failed robbery. Yeah. <laughs> you turned um, away. Like, I, I don't know if we can arrest you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you held anyone at gunpoint. Rejected robbery, well, okay, I guess. That part they could. The robbery part, meh. So, Didn't take anything. It's true. So turning a hobby into a job, um, kind of job hopping, do you think there are particular advantages in oh, the yeah. workplace for yeah. sticking well, around? Well, there's advantages. Oh, for sticking around? For sticking around. Oh, yeah. I think Absolutely. it depends. I think it absolutely uh, there's there's a possibility of a potential for it for sure, but it depends on where you are and and why you're staying, and what you're getting from it. Where we are, mm-hmm. me and you have both transitioned. We're now in the same department. We transitioned to a new department. I don't know why you did it. Well, I know why you did it. I lied, but there's a couple reasons I did it. I know one big for reason the why drugs, but the reason I did it was because I wanted to learn new things. Mm-hmm. Which I 100% did. Right. So, yeah, I know. (laughs) So, for staying at a job for a year, it can be good as long as you're learning. If you're just at a job for a year as a cashier, you're only going to be really good at being a cashier, depending on what it is that you're selling. And and even that, I mean, to that point, if we're talking about, like, PetSmart, right? Mm -hmm. If, If you spend a year as a cashier... With something like that, there's no, there's not saying that you weren't kind of being groomed for like management and things like that. So there, sure, so but that, that's what would be if you become a cashier with that goal in mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something you want. You want to strive, not necessarily at PetSmart, but if that's where you are and you're striving for leadership, yeah, by all means. Again, don't get me wrong. Some people just happen into like their careers. Yeah. Right? They're, they're just like, kind of like, well, I got nothing going on. Like, so. I think I remember talking to my dad. He just. Ended up accidentally in the shoe business somehow, mm. and, and did very well. Yeah, now he's a pattern engineer. Like that's pretty. No, he's been one for a long time. I mean, and <clears throat> there's been several big shoe companies. Like, hey, we want you to work for us. Like, okay, pay me this much. And I'm pretty sure they did. So, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, that's not a problem. It's great because that. <laughs> but that, when you're at that, that level, allows him to beat me up for free. That's exactly. true. Exactly. So. And I don't think that was recorded anywhere. So no one Perfect. knows what we're no talking about. No one gets about. it. Uh, no context. Oh, that's even better. So I think one day that'll unneeded. make it, that'll make that'll make uh, the appearance. No. So yeah, the the advantage of sticking around, learning something. Ideally, if grow. you're yeah. in a it's, skilled position, I guess I would say. I wouldn't even say skilled. I would say if you are working at a position, for, if you're working at a company for a year. And you're hoping you you should be striving for something more than just coming in and getting a paycheck. See, I, I would actually disagree with that. If you hit your stride, fuck it, stay there. Well, if you enjoy what you're doing, sure. Like if it's if you get up and you're you're successful at what you're doing, and your you, your your goal at that point is then to become the best. I say that's I mean that's that's me in my current position. Like I'm I don't want management. Fuck that. But you want to be the best. No. I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. You want to do better? Oh, of course. There's there's always room for improvement, but so my well, point is, there's if you're at a position for a year, there's something keeping you there, whether it's becoming the best, making more, getting something else out of it, leadership skills, Benefits. 
benefits, what have so you. Growth. Growth. Yeah. To put ultimately. it simply is growth. If you're at a company for a year, there should be growth. If there isn't growth, maybe find somewhere else. So do you guys think so as of now, kinda kinda jumping around, it has its hits and misses. Now, I personally think it's it's especially like the the resume aggregators, right? I or hate sh- resumes. Oh yeah. I was just going to shuffle through things. You're welcome for your last one. Thanks. <laughs> um, what a bro. Um, where it's just shuffling through things. Do you think the person who, say they're, they're, we're looking at a four-year span, right? Sure. There's candidate A, candidate B. All other things being equal, so education, skills, skill, skill set, all being equal, candidate A has been at the same relevant place for four years. Candidate B has been at multiple relevant places. Over the past maybe, four years? Maybe maybe one irrelevant kind of an in-between over the past four years. Mm-hmm. Just based on the resume, who do you go with? Who do you, who do you pursue further? Candidate B. The multiple places? Mm-hmm. Why? You can pay him less. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding you. That's, that's going to be a deciding factor. Yeah, there is, there is a possibility of being overqualified. Well, when you work at a company for four years, mm-hmm. the most people are not earning the starting base salary at that point. When you've worked for a company for four years, you're making extra. You've been there. You've been loyal. You've, you're probably very well at what, very good at what you do. Mm-hmm. The person who's been jumping from ship to ship is used to base salary, no matter where they are, because they've jumped around so much. All right. That that was not an answer I was expecting, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually really does. That's, well fuck. So I was gonna say I think traditionally candidate A looks better. Looks better, sure. Depends on the company. Depends well, it depends on the company, depends on the hiring manager, it depends on who they're looking for. There's so many factors. Right. So from a business standpoint, from a hiring standpoint, it's gonna be an investment on both cases, mm-hmm. right? Candidate A is going to cost you more. But you know what you're getting with candidate A. You know you the know product that, that you're gonna a get. It's probably they might ask for a little bit more than they're worth, but you know they're gonna be they're gonna be able to do the job, they're gonna be able to do it well. Right. And they're gonna be loyal to the company. Candidate B will be able to do the job in theory as well as candidate A. You're gonna be able to pay them less, but there's a risk they're gonna leave very shortly into it. If so, they find a better position. Or if they just wanna go to a different company. That's true. So now with that, if you can only interview one of them, who do you interview? I'd probably, if I could only interview one, I'd probably go with candidate A because I know what I'm going to be getting with that one, and I probably would be willing to pay a little bit more for it if I could only interview one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with candidate A just because that seems like, as far as just an experiment goes, a good control, you know? Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting because that – tricky to talk if you could only talk to one of them because candidate a especially nowadays what i'd be worried about is one of my most hated phrases and i, I know i brought it up in the last episode too is of this is how we've done it this is how, how we're, we're going to keep doing keep it doing it so that person i don't know if they're going to adapt to change very well they're clearly not as on paper they don't they may not do it very often. They may have just found a routine, stuck with it, and ran it that way. So how are they going to be going to a new place? Whereas candidate B, that's fair. They're, they're jumping around a little bit over the span of a couple of years. They know how to adapt to to new places, new things. They're but then the disadvantage there is that you don't know if candidate B has any real work ethic. It depends on the reasons they're jumping around, for right, sure. Exactly. Like if they're getting fired from all of these jobs. Well, like I said, it's a variable that we don't know them. about. Right. True. But this is the thing that pops up, right? This is kind of where that where that stigma of jumping jobs is, because it looks like you don't have a good work ethic, where in reality it could be a burgeoning industry where you're yeah. trying to get the different places that, that have different things to offer. You're, you're being sought after at different companies. Mm-hmm. To where you are doing good work and people are saying good things, so you can afford to to go to different places. So it it's very very strange. It's not even close to the same way it used to be. Where if you didn't if you didn't keep the same job for a year, don't because you're not going to get hired somewhere else within a year. Right? They're yeah. not going to want you. Right. And it it's very very interesting kind of well, mentality for everything. I know a couple of people who 
They don't jump around a ton, but they do jump. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, one person in particular calls it diagonal jumping. They don't jump laterally. They jump diagonally um, because they're moving up every time they do it because of the skills that they learned where they were before. I actually think that's kind of brilliant. Yeah. You work for uh, Harvard Pilgrim. Now, all of a sudden, United Healthcare wants to hire you as a regional manager. Right. So you go from being a supervisor of company A to a regional manager of company B. Right, based off of your prior experience. Mm-hmm. So it can be a, a viable option right? as long as you're actually Especially if you're not skills. going anywhere in your present company. And that's, I think, what is the deciding factor for a lot of things is if you, if you get there, you've learned some new stuff, and you realize, okay, that's pretty much as far as I can get for whatever reason. Right. Um, so you go somewhere else to see if you can get a little bit farther. Yeah, and that's... That's one of the exact reasons I moved to the job I have now. I told my, my leadership before, like, I'm not learning anything new here. Right. The same routine day in, day out, and that shit is soul-crushing. Yeah, you hate oh, yeah. that. Retail it's sales, awful. Like, retail sales is a little bit different because at least you get new people every day. New people, it's, well, for me, the way I see it, it's new people. And I, as I've said before, I work in appliances, so it's new people. New issues coming up, mm-hmm. new construction projects, challenges. Exactly. Right. It's like this is what we need. This is what we're looking for. Oh, okay. Why don't we take a look and see what I can pull up as far as that goes? That. Right. Yeah. It's it's a small, very like open ended puzzle. It's like yeah. a puzzle that you can put like there's thirty different ways I can make this thirty piece puzzle. But they only want one way. Exactly. It's just figuring right. out which one it is. It's different every single day. Um, and then, I mean, on top of the sales, there's also the support side as well, which can be a lot more frustrating, but at the oh, end yeah. of the day, <laughs> it sure yeah. can be <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's nice because I can leave work, take a, take a deep breath, get home and it's all gone. Yep. Right. It's all at work still. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty important that a lot that's of people huge. There's when I was working where you guys are working, I took everything home. Oh man, you hated that job. Yep. I took everything home. It affected my marriage. It affected my overall health. Yep. It was horrible. Yeah, you weren't having a good time. Like even like even now, I would say I've dealt with some escalations and issues that were way worse than anything I ever got when I was working with you guys. That sounds right. And it's just like hang up the phone. I might hang up a little harder than I sure. need to. Take a couple deep breaths. If it was exceptionally bad, I can go out back and like kick a punch tree a or toddler. Something like that <laughs> we well, we keep them in the cage out back. For that reason. Uh, Stress relief. Yeah. So I kicked I kicked the wall at one point. My foot really hurt afterwards. So my manager's like, well, just get a bunch of kids for you. There. They're like, I'm not going to raise them. He's like, no. Anyways. No, they're there this, to punch. This is an <laughs> awful conversation. Anyways. The point is, I can get over it nice and easy at work because everything else kind of offsets any negativity. Right. I feel like crucial. I'm getting a lot out of my job. A positive work environment, if you exactly. will. Exactly. And it, it's taken effort on my part to make it that way, too. Right. I didn't, I, is didn't, a lot of it. I didn't like it at first. And I didn't honestly, I think part of that was because I didn't want to like it at first. Right. It's possible. So I were... said, I don't like my schedule. It's a retail schedule. It's a shit schedule. I didn't look at any of the positives. I started thinking like, well, I make more money than I ever have. My schedule, while it's fluctuates, you know, it fluctuates a retail schedule. I'm never there past 630. Yeah, you're not there super late. No, right? I'm not leaving at 1 o'clock in the morning like I would be when we worked at a second cigar place together. Oh, I remember Oof. those days, yep. Like, I wasn't, you know, going, I'm not going weeks without actually seeing my wife. Oh, yeah, those were, I remember those days, too, oh, because yeah, you had to be, work weekends. There'd be times, like, uh, at the second place, even the first place, in the cigar industry in general, if I happen to have that rare weekend day off, I might be sitting out on the porch and Natalie would be out there with me. She's like, I just realized hey, we haven't spoken in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's because I leave for work at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm usually back at 2 at night. Yep. Or 2 in the morning. And that's on the weekends where that she has off. So every other mm-hmm. time is she's working. Yep. I think my days off were generally in the weekend. She was working. Mm-hmm. Dark times. We call those the dark days. And now it's gotten better. <laughs> so much, much better. better. Much better. But like I said, I had to put a lot of effort into liking it. Sometimes And you a little do. bit it's, of a perspective change. It's a it's a lot. No. I mean, the, as, the like, company. As opposed to thinking like, man, fuck, this sucks. I'm like, well, look, it could be a lot worse. And it's actually not that bad. I go home in a good mood just about every single day. 
So Which is good. Is it really that bad fantastic. of a job? No, it's not bad at all. Right. Like I don't I don't hate going to work in the morning. Like Which your is, dad said. I put on my Harry Potter audiobooks on my way in. I thought you were gonna see your Harry Potter cloak and <laughs> Oh, straight up, if we were allowed to dress up on Halloween, I would I would have my Hufflepuff uniform on. I'm a Hufflepuff. Uniform. You have a school uniform. Yep. Do you have a tie? I don't actually have one. Oh, yeah. well, thank God. I'll say you're damn near 30. That's creepy yeah. no matter what. <laughs> Even if Hufflepuff was real, it's still fucking creepy. Is it, though? I don't know. No, because that's, that's like our, our thing. Because he's Hufflepuff. What kids be knowing about Harry Potter? No, I'm saying, like, if it was a school that you actually <laughs> went to and you're damn near 30, still putting on your high Wait. school uniform. What if it was a college? Less sad. But it's not. So pretty. Well, I still wear my college sweatshirt from time to time. He does. I've seen yeah. it. It looks comfortable as hell. Oh, it is. Co- college isn't bad. It's supposed to be your formative years, I suppose, or your blackout years, whatever you want to call it. Blackout um, years or the Navy for me. That's when most people are in college. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> your college is on the high seas. <laughs> I assume you had pirate ships and sails. Oh, yeah. It's, no, that's how it was. Like, uh, if you've ever played planks. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That was four years. I mean to ask you, how is Jack Sparrow? He cool? Well, it's actually does he John, smell it, bad? So he's not a real person. Johnny Depp was just with us. So you're saying he smells bad? No. Not really much of an odor. Mm. Lack of an odor. Yeah. Like, you know when you go into someone else's house and you can't... It doesn't smell bad, but it's just got their smell. Mm. But then you go home and then it's just, like, neutral. Now, the first couple steps into your own house, you have that smell, then it goes away. I guess. Well, it's like, like okay, so, like, you you think you think back to, like, when you were a kid. Okay, you pick up a newspaper, right? You pick up a newspaper. Yeah. It's it just, it just, well, just why? Why? Okay, so you see a truck drive by. <laughs> yeah. You see a truck drive by. Just and screaming it's like, by. Do you ever throw dirt into a fan when you were a kid just just for the heck of it? Mm. Just imagine if you did if if okay, like just imagine there's like a group of guys. Mm-hmm. We were watching Keenan Break live. <laughs> a man's mind is being fragmented <laughs> on film. But I mean, anyway, so <clears throat> what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, I got a cat and dog, which is I guess kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, okay. that makes sense. I mean, that does make sense. I mean, that's yeah. fair. I have a cat, so I'm halfway there. You're Shadow Man. I love my Shadow Man. He's a I mass thought he said you shat on men. Like, I'm like, whoa. That's yes. Well, gross. that too, but side work. Now, yeah. Keenan, how do you feel about your coworkers? <laughs> Fucking terrible. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> Ryan. Damn. <laughs> I already had that answer ready. I didn't you, even know what you, you were going to say. I just <laughs> I knew what I was going to say. Um, hey, coworkers, I get along you, with them. Get along with them very well. Um. They weren't as cool as me, though, right? I mean, I don't hang out. I don't get shit-faced with them. So that's a no. There's, there's that. Mistake. But, I mean, I guess I would say, uh, I mean, I, I like them a lot. I mean, there's <laughs> there's people who. <laughs> who I don't like a lot. <laughs> well, no, there, there's people who are just like, you know, you, you get along with them. You do what you have to it's to get through the work day. It's work, you know, and those people I generally, you know, I'm, I'm polite with them, I'm cordial with them, and that's and that's it. Whereas I think that's I think the closest Keenan's ever gotten to saying he hates someone. <laughs> if I straight up don't like you, you'll know because I'm not an asshole to you. Like if 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 we started working together, we, I didn't like you, it would be like, hey Ryan, what, uh, what can I help you with? Send me some dirt torpedoes. Uh, yeah, sure, I can absolutely do that for you, man. That's a cigar, in case you're wondering. Dirt torpedoes. Dirt torpedo. Well, dirt was the brand. The torpedo was the the style of cigar. They're actually no, drew a dirt wasn't naturals. the brand. It was You're naturals. right. It, dirt torpedo is what that one was called. It was it was naturals is what they were called. Natural dirt torpedoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why does it sound so dirty? Don't you fucking say the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do it. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> say that again. <laughs> Did you say swoil? No, I. I soiled myself. Oh, that's, that's what I was referring to. That's that's right. no. sense. I okay. had to go to the bathroom before we started. And they're like, oh, fuck it. We're just starting. But dirt. That's what kind of, that's the key ingredient. I will punch you in your shit stain. <laughs> they're actually supposed to be really good. Good. Thanks for t- changing well, they, that topic. They're sweet, right? I've had them, yeah. Well, they got the, uh, like, molasses-coated, like, Oh, cap. that's right. I forgot about that. They're pretty tasty. I didn't like them. 
Well, fuck off. Well, no. So you so <laughs> you like <laughs> so you like most of your coworkers. There's some that yeah. no, I actually like all my coworkers. Um, at least the people who I, I <laughs> the people who I work directly with. Okay. I, there's a lot of people in my company I don't know. Okay, well, yeah, or I mean, haven't had the chance I mean, to really talk to, but my my coworkers, I like them. I get along with them. Okay. I would do what I can to help them out. Yeah. So when I you say know. coworkers, I mean the people you see kind of day in day. Yeah, out. the people I'm with every day, I do like them. Yeah, because if you're asking about Ryan and I's coworkers, sweet Jesus, I fucking hate all of them. We don't. That's rude. <laughs> we don't know most of the building we're in. That's oh, true. Yeah, obviously, I you know, guys work for a much larger company than right. I do. Well, I'm also in a new building, right? And so I know the less than twenty people that are on our team. Both both of our teams. Our department. I know less than 20 people in our department. That's And that's terrible. pretty yeah. much it. That's actually a lie, now that I think about it. Because be half ashamed. of my old department is in that, that building. building. So right. I know all of them. <laughs> so when so did you did you know anybody aside from Keenan when you came over? I know Ke- so Keenan got you the job-ish, sort of. Not really. Mostly, both, both Where came we over interviewed the at the same time. In my old right. department? Just in general when he came to this company. No, I, I didn't know anybody. Again, Neither did I. I. Yeah, I knew I knew Keenan. That okay. was it. And then you kind of grew a liking. Oh, we knew for... Sean though. Totally different department. That's though. true. He didn't. Well, I mean, help and me also in the job, company. Though. I mean, like at, in that building. You, in you the know? building, no. No, I didn't know anybody. Okay. Um. So there is there is something that's very interesting, and I heard about it some time ago. Bees. So I think it, <laughs> I think it applies pretty heavily to being in the workplace. So we all have. We've all had that workplace friend, right? Mm-hmm. I've had several. Right, where you're, where you're, you're great friends. You kind of go in. You have hang out outside of work and stuff. No, it's just oh, the kind of fuck not, occasionally. Not really. Sure, I mean, bro jobs. Okay, then. <laughs> um, that's the, like the yeah, the kind of dirt being, torpedoes. This is called being gay. <laughs> dirt torpedoes. There it is. Yeah, I don't see? know why. Ooh, I don't, I don't <laughs> the secret the ingredient is dirt. And torpedoes. What you're um, saying. But you have the work friend, right? You come in, you're buddy buddy, you're chummy. So happy. And then when you leave work, you kind of just part ways, and that's really, it. It's really it's a work it. friend, right? Yeah. I've heard those referred to as work wives slash husbands, right? Getting a little weird these days to call it that. I know, but I've but heard it just, a lot. I know, I know. That's this is kind of the, the like your your work family, so to speak. Yeah, which um, I don't like that at all. I don't like it either. <laughs> right, but that I think, and. Far be it for me to say this because I'm not nearly qualified, but there's a psychological phenomenon called the mere exposure effect, which is people tend to develop a preference for things f- merely because they're familiar with them. So things it's that like are like a borderline Stockholm syndrome, kind of, but it's yeah. it's very it's a it's a willing thing, right? You're not being held captive. That's not like true. Roman Polanski, right? Got it, Oof. right? Um, John Rambo, but yeah, <laughs> it's just so being being around things. You just tend to like them because you're you're familiar with them. They're you've just been around, so you're like, all right, cool. I like you now. And then when you're not, like, all right. I mean, yeah, whatever. There's, <laughs> there's been plenty of times I've had work friends left that place, haven't talked to them since. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, like, I'm there's sure a couple that I still keep in touch with from my old apartment, but right. most of them I I haven't spoken with them since. Right, handful of things, handful of times, like when I still have some very very good friends, um, I met. Working in cell phone sales, right? But I, I think that might just be that might be mostly because I was with them, working with them, kind of day in day out for such a long time, right? Where that that affinity just kind of grows outside, and everything carries over with it that way. Um, now, how do you deal? And I, you kind of touched on it. How do you deal with people you don't like that you can't stand? Sit <clears throat> as far away from them as possible and throw food from a distance. How far of a distance? Good you plan of attack. I mean, it depends on how good your arm is. What kind of food? Ten you to throw fifteen on? yards. Whatever you have. Soft food. Why? Because well, you don't want to cause any actual really harm good <laughs> when it lands. More, <laughs> more how, of a mess. How soft? Less actual harm. Um, like mashed potatoes. How, uh, where's that? Th- on a scale? baked potato. Baked uh, potatoes. Whoa. Well, that's, whoa. Mm, that's if dangerous. you wing a baked potato at someone, it's going. To, it's it's a baked potato. It's fucking mushy. It's I not. I would say mashed potatoes, but not quite to the point of Jello. How are you cooking? Like a cut open prepared baked potato, or just like a baked potato you just pulled <laughs> like out of the sour oven? Sour cream and cheese and bacon. Right, like a loaded. I'm one? talking the, the the density. I'm not talking temperature or anything. No, I know, but mix it with a little sour cream, little cheese. It's not that hard. He's right. A raw potato would hurt a lot more. Are you just like Joe Bradying the thing? I mean, we could just move it to tomatoes. 
Those still make a pretty good song. Yeah, you're gonna Tom Tommy Montana that. Uh I think bad. I'm wearing one of his shirts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you're thinking of um what is it? Ed Bahama? Carl Barbados. Tony so. Danza. Hey. Tap dance extravaganza. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. But no, so and so we'll work with people Help we Joel. like. What? We'll work so we'll work with people like work family, work wives, whatever. Sure. And there is the work disowned. People, people who that we don't really like. don't like. So I've I have actually worked with I had the unfortunate displeasure of working directly next to somebody in my old department before I left. Yep. Of somebody who I despised yep oh my god and i hate that person it was actually very simple don't talk to them if that was do, the if you do have to talk to do. them be cordial be yeah, literally as short as possible keep it curt curt short to the point i'm not joking around with you i don't expect you to joke around with me i want this conversation I'm, to be over and I'm done working, with as soon as possible you're working let's keep it at that see for me i haven't run into that experience per se since the navy um there was really no one who i disliked when we were working in the cigar industry no the brief the couple months i was working as an industrial electrician after the navy i liked everyone on the team um i like everyone i work with now i for the most part i I didn't really dislike anyone when I was working with you at you guys' company. Right. I just didn't really like anyone that much. That's fair. Um, right. I mean, the, I mean, I'm just—I like, felt like an outsider because I sucked at my job. Yeah, you just weren't a fan of everything that was going on. Right. So I understand why you didn't really feel a connection with everybody else. So that makes right. sense. But, but at least in the Navy, I mean, you can very well—you can let it be known when you don't like someone. It's not, you know, being quiet, being cordial out there. I was like. All right, look here, cunt face. <laughs> well, I think I think the, And then you might choke slam them or something like that. Or you point in their face, you threaten them. Do you knife hand them? I never did. Uh I don't think I ever did. Start roasting them. <laughs> well, it's kind of more like a upward angle at least. Yeah, you're That's like that's Marine and Navy. You can also go down at an angle if you wanted. I usually do. But that's I don't think I ever <laughs> Listen, sailor. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh boy. <laughs> yeah, people I didn't like, in the, and there wasn't a ton of people I didn't like in the Navy. There's a couple of people I didn't like at first, so I ended up liking actually a good friend of mine, um, who was in my division when he first got to my division. I'm like, who the fuck is this little dweeb? And then that man grew up to be Albert Einstein. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, actually. Ooh, close. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, they rhyme. Um. Yeah, like I ended up liking him after, you know, like a couple weeks. Like he, he ended up growing on me. But like for yeah, people I didn't like, I'll just let him know. It's like, look, leave me the fuck alone because I don't like you, first of all. It's like second of all, I'm not in your fucking division. So yeah, you find ways. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Personnel knew I didn't really like them that much, so when they refused to give me my uh, separation package for the Navy, <laughs> I pulled the fuses to their office. Yeah. In the middle of a computer upload. That took days. A program that was a couple days to upload, so I'm... Yeah. Well, that must have sucked for them, huh? Probably I just realized just this package. is on a recording for everyone to hear, so this has all been an elaborate joke. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> my name is um, <laughs> Jeremiah Woody. Oh, uh, good old Jeremiah Woody. Jeremiah. Uh, now, scenario for you, gentlemen. Okay. I'm curious as to how it you was would not me. It. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> how do you deal with someone just kind of outwardly spewing negativity about the job? Not about anyone. Oh, I dealt with that too not, in my not, own department. But not a, not anyone. Not not that like they're directing it toward anyone in particular at the company. Just kind oh, of they're just, just a super negative. Nasty. Just upset about their job, complaining about everything. That happens. There was someone like that when I was there. I'm sure I just I'm, bitched about him after work. When when I when I uh, was leaving, he was still there, still doing the same thing. Um, so what I did the few times because I used to sit near him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I wasn't sitting anywhere near him, it wasn't even a problem. I could hear him, just ignored him because he was he's just a loud guy. His voice is just very loud. Right. Oh yeah. Um, you you actually. Yep. No, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. You can about. hear him across. Yeah. Um, he's just a loud dude. Yep. 
But I think the entire call center knew him. Oh, yeah. Bit he's, of a infamous celebrity. Yeah, well, when you have a voice that carries. That's but, true. Um, I would, uh, when I was sitting near him, I would talk to him. Right. You know, almost as if you're talking him off a ledge sometimes just because he gets so worked up over stuff that it's just completely out of his control. Right. He's, an, he's an emotional dude. Right? Like You can tell he genuinely feels for it, but he just gets so worked up and he directs his energy in the wrong direction. Mm. Um, so I would just talk to him about it. Here's a better Which question. Bring him down. How did you deal with it with me? Because uh, I was, I know I was one of those people. I just ignored you 100%. Oh, that's fair. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, the same thing. I talked with you about it. Fair enough. I mean, my, my whole thought process was, uh, and this is just a little bit of insight into me as a person, but I was just trying to, to bring that person down, uh, have them understand the other side. So we can not necessarily maybe get you into so a you're, positive. You're being like a middle school peer mediator, except between Basically. two people, it was a person in the job. Basically. So was, I'm not trying to necessarily make you into a positive outlook on it, but at least not be so negative on it. It's because more or it less like a, hey, things it's, aren't it's so bad. Spiral. So shut the fuck up and quit bothering me. But yeah, a lot usually a, not, a lot nicer than that. With you, I probably would have said just that. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I think you did. That's. A I lie. think at one point when we were sitting in the same cubicle, you're like, "Look, things are not that bad, okay? Like you just made a sale." Oh yeah, I I'm, definitely I'm, said I'm, that to you. <laughs> so just shut up. <laughs> I definitely see, said but that with to you. him, you could do that. Well, yeah, with because we yeah, there was, there was a pre-existing relationship, <laughs> right? Before the other that, guy, I couldn't do that because he would have. I would have been. I probably would have been dead. So now <laughs> let me let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you the situation. So the, I had a similar situation at one of my my old places. The one the job I was wildly underqualified for. Um, still don't know how I got the job. Charming interviews, cell um, phone sales. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was actually good at that. I knew what I was doing. Oh, okay. Electrical, uh, electrical, and yeah. Electrical oh, that's right. I remember you telling oh, me. Oh yeah, about that wildly one. unqualified. Um, still Man, no you were good at thing. it. <laughs> um, Look, I'm not saying there were two flatbeds full of pipe that shouldn't have showed up that I accidentally <laughs> ordered, but it's fine. It's like a $15,000 order, whatever. It's not as not bad as accidentally deal. ordering an F-14 fuselage. That's true. Yeah, you but did do that. There was a <laughs> guy There was a guy that sat behind me just – he was one of the bigger reasons I left. I just wouldn't sit at my desk for very long because I could just kind of walk up, get like get around, whatever. I had a cell phone. If I had right. people, they would just call me. Um, he was one of the bigger reasons yeah, I left. He would just bitch about the job constantly. Now, in that scenario, I don't have enough experience about that. He's been there for he was there for like fifteen years. Right. Um, I didn't have enough experience about the job to be like, "Hey, man, it's cool." Like, I didn't. And I didn't. <laughs> There's no way worry. for you to talk him off the ledge, right? And he and we did. He wasn't a salesperson. He was kind of like sales support, so to speak. Right. Um, oh, that's why I hated his fucking job. Right. And with those people, what I can do and what I try to do is, like, in general conversation, I try to just really tick the positivity up a couple of notches. Right. <laughs> just be, like, just try to hope it gets infectious and contagious. And and if not, and if just anyone... Just be as sunny as possible. Right. And at that point, like, because if their chief complaint about me later is, that guy's always fucking cheerful. Like, yeah, cool. Now You're you a look, shitty person right, for complaining about Now you about look it. like a jackass. Now you look even more <laughs> To be fair, better. that's one of my big complaints for people is you're too happy. You're too nice. Now you look like a jackass. No, I know for a fact I'm an asshole, so. Well, I said jackass. Jackasshole, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, and, and dealing with, like, aggressive customers. Oh, I'll I'll ramp that up. I'll be the happiest person oh, you ever spoke man. to all day. Which can be, I mean. Kill them with kindness. That's what my mom used to say. Then she stabbed you with a butter knife. Yep. <laughs> the old <laughs> misdirect. It was a, it was a carrot. <laughs> the old dick twist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had for dinner a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he <was> a, <laughs> yeah, tense in here or is it just me <laughs> i can cut it with a knife butter can, knife even or a carrot <laughs> carrot sure um you were talking about being positive yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even realize that was the connection but you're not entirely wrong yeah so that's that's generally what i what i try to to inject in in the workplace or just interactions right if I've noticed, if I'm if I'm unsure of things, I try to go in there just great. <laughs> just, <laughs> let's do it. Try let's to go in as positive as possible because nobody likes the negative dude. That just makes it so like so. We've all been in a negative place at work. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have too. Well, you right. just, it's just one of those days, man. You know, mm -hmm. 
The past couple of days have been like that for me, but but today kind of took a little bit of an upswing. But yeah, it, everyone's got those days. It where it just nothing it, goes right. It just makes it so much harder to get through the day when you're in a negative mindset. Right. When all you can do is just bitch about something. Nothing's going your way. You know what I mean? So you know it's well. Speaking of which, how do you sort of? fight that feeling how do you try to drag yourself out of if you're having a shit day how do you try to improve it like so tough fucking question honestly (laughs) i mean like i can tell you right now for me if like if it's bad enough early on enough in the day fuck it that's it it's a bad day i'm just i'm not going to be in a better mood but it usually it's usually gone by the time i'm home but there's just sometimes those days that's just, just how it's going to day. be. I mean, that's fair. Now, some people like Natalie because she's just so insanely infuriatingly happy and positive. She's a, she's a Disney princess. No, she is. Pretty and much. She could she could have a complete shit horrible day and just turn it right around. She'd yeah. be like, well, it's over. And like, that's her. That's, that's I, I think I can count on was. one hand the times that she's still had a little black cloud over her after work. I, I, I believe must that. Have been that really, would probably really be two days. times. Must have been awful days. Yeah, I figure we have Leo and me at a sort of... Yeah, you guys have the animals there. If right. I had them with me at work, I'd just be like, cease your bitching. Behold animal. <laughs> and it would work every time. I don't know probably. why you have that guy in your closet still to tell you that, but it's a little weird. <laughs> New animal? He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> you were saying, Ryan? <laughs> um, yes. For me, because of what I do now... It's mostly just, I mean, when you really get down to the true basic concept of it, it's data entry. Yep. So I can usually just throw in my headphones <clears throat> and just go to town and do my job. So if I'm having a bad day, it's usually because there's things that are just 100% out of my control, which right. I've just come to recognize now. So I don't usually let those things get me down. It's frustrating, sure, but It's not taking things personally. Right. Yeah, and that and this That's is all hard sometimes. This is it all is. this is all much easier said than done. Oh, every Cause, absolutely. Because there's no way, I, I'm, unless you're a goddamn psychopath, just to automatically just start feeling better about your day. Right? One thing that I absolutely do, and it was actually something I got on a recommendation from a therapist back when I was actually going to see a therapist regularly, mm-hmm. was try and find three positive things. Ooh, like in, in your day, if you're having a bad day, find three positive things. If you I've do heard that, that enough. You're like rewiring your brain. Your brain will just automatically look for huh. the silver lining and everything. I've I was actually that. doing that. I was writing them down in sticky notes when I uh, was working with you guys at uh, at your company. Yeah. And someone found it, and I was very embarrassed. <laughs> why? Uh, some yeah, of the things, why? Some of the things I wrote down were kind of mushy. Oh, what, what were they? Do you know? I can't remember at this Damn point. Damn it. Ah, but at that point, like, if... Yeah, if you, if you start writing them down and somebody finds them, like, what are they going to say? What are these? Like, good things. Well, that's kind of what it was. Just good things things. that make me happy. Well, it ended up being a more awkward conversation. It's like, I just wrote down three things that made me happy today. It's like, why? So that way I don't kill myself. So I can be happy. You should try it. Because at this place, I really need to actually physically, like, I need to take the time to look for things that make me happy. Which then led to, like, do we need to go outside and talk? I was like, yes. I'd rather not, but and then <laughs> we I was probably like, should. Why do you not like your job? I'm like, because it's a terrible fucking job. Because I hate everything about it. So I don't like it. It's not right for me. Yeah, that's why fair. are you here? Because I'm a very big fan of not starving. <laughs> exactly. That's why that I work whole building is the not so. starving fan club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works out pretty well. Largest actually. fan I club. I haven't starved once since I've been working there. I did twice. Aside from All the right, procrastinators well. club, we still haven't met yet. <laughs> oh, no, Keenan. God damn it. Uh, Ah. No, yeah, the three positive things a day definitely definitely helps. Yeah, and I'd say mine uh, it's going to be a little tough for for people who are doing heart surgery out there. But <laughs> I just I just I just kind of take a deep breath and just like it's not heart surgery. We're not dealing with life or death on people on things. And I just see a brain surgeon like, "Thank God this isn't someone's heart." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the so, heart surgeon's Ah, damn it. <laughs> God, fuck. Um, they just shaking. Thank God it's not rocket surgery. <laughs> you have a doctor who's just pouring buckets of sweat and there's a rocket on a hospital bed. Fuck. I don't even know what the fuck to do. He's holding a circular saw. There's a, there's a, and a rubber chicken. There's a surgeon and an engineer. Just uh, <laughs> one of us, but 
<laughs> I would love to see that as like a skit. Like just somebody animate that. That would be the funniest thing what? I've ever seen. The so what yeah, what I've yeah, it's just like it's not it's not vital. And the the phrase I always lean back on is Did you if die? You, if you fuck it up Did you die? If you fuck it up, it can be unfucked. In our job, yeah. Heart surgery, not so much. What are you <laughs> talking about? Just get some strings, day. get some sunglasses, weakened at Bernie's the whole situation. You're good to go. Uh, you can make two, three movies out of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yep. It's yeah, yeah. it's uh it's a pop, never gonna change. Pop culture reference. It's been never relevant gonna for change. decades. I have a strong time. feeling he's never <clears throat> seen Weekend at Bernie's. There's no way. Oh, I to be fair, it's been like have. fifteen years for me, so I'm pretty sure it came out before us did. I don't like that. Before sentence. we did, <laughs> right? Before we were weeded. Um, yep. I don't like that sentence. Either. No, it's all it's all real it bad. bad. <laughs> um, but do you have any uh, any parting thoughts for the the folks in their their workplace, Ryan? Fuck the police, hail Satan. Yeah, I'm just gonna It'll stick be- with the uh, you know trying to find three positive things a day to get through the work day. Do you wanna? I'll, I'll elaborate on fuck the police and hail Satan. Uh, right, so what I mean do. by that is, like I said before, if you don't hate what you're doing, you're doing better than most people. I like Ryan's thing. Try to find three positive things you like every day if you find yourself struggling any particular day. Also, let yourself have a bad day. It fucking happens. Yeah, it absolutely okay. fucking happens. If you try... Just don't dwell on it, though. You know? if, you, if you try to just, like... <clears throat> If it's a shit day, it's going to be a shit day, and you just you're making yourself go insane by trying to fight it. Sometimes it's not worth it. Go home, blow off steam, punch a toddler. <laughs> don't don't, <laughs> don't punch actually a do that. Don't punch a toddler. I just need to put that on the record. Don't do it. But if you have, our, our uh, lawyer just texted me. He said, "Good around. save. Right. Good <laughs> oh, save. Good. Good. So perfect. Um, yeah. Let yourself have a bad day. Try to find three positive things." And, and I, like I said, if you don't hate what you're doing, you're doing all right. That's what I figured when you said, fuck police, hail Satan. Yeah, that's, I um, mean, I picked up on that message, right. but I've known you for a long time. Yeah, so. it was, it's, I, I said it with my eyebrows. I saw it. The, right. That little, the little, it just lifted ever so just slightly. The, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it did that. It was a dead uh, giveaway. Uh, and I'd say people just strive for growth, whatever it might mm-hmm. be, whether it be learn something a little bit new. But what if you're a shower? Not, Not a grower. A grower. You're fucked. <laughs> and I, uh, I think we will leave it there. So everybody, thank you uh, very much for listening. <laughs> thank you guys for sticking around for the episode. Hopefully you learned a little bit about our views on uh, the workplace, uh, workplace relationships, things of that nature. If you want to hear any more episodes like this, or maybe episodes that aren't like this, but feature our voices and have some other train wreck on a different subject, there's plenty of places you can find us. Check us out on Twitter at Who Wants Nanners. That's all one word. You can also search for us on Facebook, Who Wants Bananas. Make sure you have the question mark in there. Instagram, Who Wants Bananas. And again, all one word, kind of like Twitter. You can actually give us a call. Let us know what you think about the episode. Yell and scream at us. Trust me, I'm used to it. Uh, 978-272-9713. One more time, that is 978-272-9713. If you really like what we're doing, you can actually go and support us at whowantsbananas.com. You can also check out our store, buy some merch, rep the Nana brand. Uh, so that would be whowantsbananas.com slash store. And if you really like us and you want to continue to hear us day, day in, day out, week in, week out, whenever we decide to post something, you can actually hit subscribe and get Nanners. I don't know where that's going. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Nanners, Nanners to your ear holes. No.